Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is Fightful Wrestling. It is September 21st, 2022. AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. Page debuted. You got Moxley becoming a three-time champ. MJF's trolling about. The show went off the air in a hurry. Several new champions. Lots of stuff to talk about. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Uh, we'll tell you about some of the content we have coming up this week. Great Muta interview, Yuka Sakazaki interview, Maria Kanellis yesterday. Check all that good stuff out. Alex, we're here to talk Dynamite. We're here to talk Grand Slam. Lots of stuff to talk about. Yes, indeed. The, the, certainly, we will, we will start off the night talking about a match that took place. And I will not say anything bad about what happened in that match. Well, we encourage you guys to get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, humperchats.com. It allows you to leave your question or statement uh, before we go on the air, while we're on the air, any of the above. Uh, but that's how we answer questions, statements, all that stuff. Uh, fightfulselect.com will be plugging that a little bit later on. But if you're here, thumbs up. It greatly helps out our stream. Chris Jericho. I know you're not going to have anything bad to say about this. Nah. Wins the ROH World Championship. Uh, he becomes, I, I would imagine, he's got to be the first guy to hold. R yeah, of course he is, because not that many people have held right. these these other, uh, right. the AEW title, but ROH, AEW, WCW, WWE Championship. Uh, I thought the match was very good, but Alex, I'm gonna, I've got a feeling you don't like it. Well, my mother always said, if if you don't have anything nice, then don't anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. So I'm just going to go ahead. And, mm, 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 some of them. 
Well, I, um, I also every everyone yeah. wants everyone wants me to 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 go on a diatribe. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it is it is not it's not it's I I can no longer think or feel or even act rationally about Chris Jericho. I just can't. I just can't do it. Like I'm I I know I'm in the minority. I don't I people the the response that he gets the passionate response he gets the, from the fans where they sing his song that honestly was like a six out of 10 when it was a hit. And now it's like seven years later. And I don't understand what the, what the thing is anyway, but everyone sings his damn song, even though he's a heel. He's I I've never, I've never gotten anything. I've never enjoyed his run in AEW, to be honest, not once, not at any point, not in any version of him that I ever enjoy it. Uh, and, and I love Cesaro Claudio. I, I, I love that guy. I was so excited for him to get a nice, long run and be the champ be the champion of a ring of honor when they got a tv deal because it was he deserved it after all those years over there so the combination of this guy that i loathe with <laughs> my very core beating a guy that i love uh just made me uh it put me in a really uh bad space also i had to like tamp all of my rage down inside because come on because at the moment jericho won my darling five-year-old daughter was on my lap and we were looking at a picture book together so i couldn't actually melodramatic rage um a lot of it is this uh john you know and i know that's ridiculous i know you feel the same way about the way that it actually the way that it happened you don't bury your refs in the first match yeah i don't like that i hate that actually if, if jericho had just won that I would actually be less angry about it. The fact that he cheated to beat Claudio. I mean, listen, like everybody wanted me to rage. That's as far as I'm willing to go tonight. I'm not going to say anything else. I don't, I just, please don't bury the refs. Just don't bury the refs. They bury the refs in the first match, second match, and third match. Don't bury the refs by having them miss the other person interfering. Just don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like burying the refs early in a show. I think it sets a, a bad tone for the rest of the show. Um, I think that Chris Jericho holding the ROH championship does do a few things. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to sell it to a network or something like that, you can say Chris Jericho is our champion, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, sure. Also, for the way that Chris Jericho has stepped up backstage yes, uh, of late, especially, I think it, I think it's kind of cool to like, I don't know what the plans are moving forward, but if he loses it back next week, just as a thing for his Wikipedia page, even, yeah, yeah. I think that that's cool because he is, you know, he's, he's as good as he's been in years in the ring now. Like he's. It's not for me. I think he's being carried by every, everybody he's working with. Like I, I, I just, I think that he's, he's the less talented at this stage of his career. He's the less talented wrestler in all the matches he's working. And it's just, it, to me, I just, I, but he's I, also I, the significantly I, I, more I famous person to, in almost all his matches. Oh, 100%. I'm not doubting that at all. Um, I'm willing to tap out and not say anything else. I see there are people in the chat who find this tiresome. Believe me, I find feeling like this tiresome because yes. I can't control my own feelings. I wish I could, but because I was so still so enraged by this, I couldn't enjoy the second match of the night, which I really wanted to. I need to work on that. I don't know what it is. I've been to therapy. It doesn't help. This is just who I am now at 42 years of age. 43 next week, by the way. I, uh, this is who I am. Can't keep, can't teach this dog these new tricks about how to not be an old curmudgeon. 
Connor says, I get why Jericho won if it's leading to a TV deal. If not, I mean, if not, you've still got a top guy with that title on him. So, I mean, I, I do see both ends. Eloquent says, I like him cheated in regards to Daniel Garcia's story. Uh, Meet Normus says, I need some clarity. During the Claudio swing, does the crowd count the seconds or the revolutions? Also, Jericho <laughs> helping, uh, that is true. winning to help the ROH TV deal is a dumb idea. I'm not just sour, I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's a dumb idea if it works. Uh, that I always were under the impression that fans were counting the revolutions, but just did it wrong and counted right. the seconds. Sure, that makes sense too. Shy Town Spurs says, Alex brooding right off the bat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And then Oscar says, "Alex, your thoughts." Yeah, <laughs> I think there we you got go. him. Uh, on, on my on my stream during the live thing, people were asking, "What do you think? How how would you what would you do with Jericho now?" And I would say, "I would have him uh, cost Garcia the pure title in a match with like Lee Moriarty or somebody, and Lee Moriarty's new pure title. And then at full gear, I'd have Jericho versus Denny Garcia for the ROH World Title, and I'd put over Daniel Garcia clean." But I don't book the stuff. But that's what I would do. If if that's if what you're doing with this is to somehow make a brand new top title holding young champion, and that guy is Danny Garcia, I'm I'm all for it. But if it's just to like secure a rights deal with somebody for for, for the TV show, I get it because it's business. But I really don't like business superseding art. That's my own thing. Roy says Alex should proceed his rants with TikTok. JW Pringle says, Alex has swallowed his angry feels about that first match. We shall not speak of it. Nope. No. Keep in mind, JW Pringle, who often sends the mental health advocacy yes. posts, <laughs> made sure to chime in on this one. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer mm-hmm. says, I'm happy for wrestling that ROH was saved by TK, but having no nostalgia or reverence for the brand since I've never watched, its title runs on AEW are meaningless to me beyond the BCC Yas fodder. I mean, it is, it's in very much of a like WCW light 2001 situation, Alex, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were hoping it would get a TV deal. Sure. They kept its title belts alive. Now, admittedly, significantly fewer title belts in general than what AEW is dealing with these right. days. But I mean, that did make for some good programming, but we're, we never saw like ROH versus AEW to that degree. No, because once AEW kicked off, ROH lost so much of its steam. Right. So we didn't like this isn't like some big rivalry like WCW. Um Shot Kid says, Great show. Matches were good to humped. Great addition to the women's division, and maybe an ROH TV deal based on the opener. I mean, there, you know, there are people that were asking me today, like, have I heard anything else on the TV deal? I haven't, but this would make a bit of sense. And I feel like Jericho would be the type of guy that's like, give me the torch. If I gotta do this to get us a TV deal, I'll do the damn thing. Uh, Chi-Town Spurs says it'll all be worth it when Garcia beats him. I would love Garcia to beat him and combine the uh, the titles. I think that'd be mm, cool. Maybe. Serial yeah. number says, Reddit sure was mad at you, SRS, for spoiling a Soraya debut. Well, uh, here's a secret. I didn't know she was fucking debuting tonight. Uh, <laughs> I knew that she... <laughs> I knew that she signed. I had yeah. no idea she was going to debut tonight. Right. Let me tell you, about 90% of the things that I tweet to Louis Dangor are not genuine or serious, guys. Um, so that was a lucky gif. The story that I ran on Fightful Select, though, of them having, having discussions, well, I knew that she was going to sign or 
uh, imminently would sign, but I couldn't get that verified. I could get it verified, however, that uh, they did have talks. But listen, uh, I if you guys think that I'm going to break a huge story like that in the GIF, in a GIF, <laughs> in a reply to Louis Dangor, come on, come on. Oh my God, man. Unreal. Unreal. Justin says, do you think this will be a serious run for Jericho or is number eight a reward for his backstage presence the last few weeks? I honestly have no idea. I could see it being both. I don't think it's going to be like an extended run. I think Garcia either wins it from him or, I, I mean, I just think Garcia wins it from him. Point blank. Dishri says, Garcia wasn't pleased. He'll cost Jericho versus Brian. Jordan says, I think this ends with Brian beating Jericho for the title with Garcia stopping him from cheating. You know, I could see Brian Danielson winning that, that as well. Yeah. I, I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah. Uh, I think that Garcia for the story works really well, but if you're continuing Yas BCC, I guess that that could keep keep rocking. Yeah, no, the Yas BCC thing is just going to keep going and going and going forever. <laughs> Tom LaValle says, been a Jericho mark since 97, his first heel run. Loved his WWF debut. He's been a solid backstage when AEW needed it. Love it. I mean, yeah, if it's even a reward for that, hey, I mean, sure. I, I've spoken so highly the way that he he handled himself at that scrum in the face of an awful lot of adversity. But um, Armandus says, I love Jericho as ROH champ. I think it leads to Jericho versus Garcia at final battle for the world title. Um, yeah, I think that makes an awful lot of sense. Makes an awful lot of sense. Um, we've got someone saying TK fell off in a humper chat. I mean, I guess, uh, Jacob says, I don't advocate for anyone losing a job, but whoever was on camera duty tonight should be chopped by all of BCC. So that's something I want to address. I don't know if it's always on them. There were some dorks in the, the front Giant uh, dorks holding up their, their re replica titles. Like what, what the hell are you doing? What's the holding point? up an old WCW big gold belt with NWO sprayed on it, but holding oh it God. up so that it faced the hard cam. And every time that was up there, they had to take it down because of all the, you know, licensing crap. Bill says, rest in peace, Porkins. The Alliance will miss thee. This, this seems like, this seems like your bit, Alex. Uh, no, it's it's uh, Porkins. Of course, was the uh, was the heaviest uh, fighter pilot in the galaxy. Uh, so I relate. Uh, also, this is in the style of the old. I got it was three or three of us going out on the town, and there was a guy with a Maverick one because it's a top. This is a Top Gun takeoff. Maverick, and the other guy was Goose, and I was Porkins, and I just kept the shirt. It was a lot of fun. And Bill says, "Rest in peace, Porkins." Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Shout out to Porkins. Alex for the Porkins tea. Did you enjoy Andor? Thought it was mid. Uh, or we're keeping it to. AEW. I haven't watched it yet. I, I don't have time to to to, to sit and watch the Star yeah. Wars stuff unless I, I really got the time for it. Co says query for SRS. Where is Alex's SGS shirt monies? Well, we don't have an SGS shirt. I don't think. No, we got we, a regular we a sour, sour grab shirt. A sour sour grab shirt. People were like, "Where yes. can I buy a sour grab shirt?" And I was like, "It's on shop.fifle.com. It's been yes. there for years. Go you, buy one. You, you will get a, a dividend <laughs> from that eventually." History says Louis Dangor, famous Quizzlemania cheater. Yeah. Fendral mm -hmm. says since we're coming up on the anniversary of a death of a near of a dear friend by suicide, the AWPSA tonight had me in tears. If any of you are struggling, I'm here. Many are as well. We need you here. Indeed, uh, we are. Uh, you know, we we've got a great community, a very supportive one as well. But 
if you need some more help, uh, NAMI Communicate uh, on Twitter has a lot of great resources. I do their NAMI Walk every year uh, here in Lexington. So I encourage you guys to just sort of check that out. If you're struggling, if you're feeling bad, there are a lot of people that, that, that will help and people that care. Uh, we had Andy Springer says, I love wrestling. Grand Slam felt like a pay-per-view. Jera Ocho made my heart happy. And the acclaimed have arrived. Soraya is a huge AE dub main event ruled. How excited are you to hear Jericho use Ocho to death, Alex? Uh, it's good. It's good. I mean, like, uh, there's at least one shirt now I'm sure you can buy. There'll be three different designs by the end of the week, I think. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna be nonstop. Well, it finally happened. The acclaimed defeated yep. Swerve in our glory. There is a glory hole reference in the. There is indeed. <laughs> in the rap, uh, we'll start with that. The rap had the crowd white hot, white this hot. Was a, this was a great crowd, man. They were they were into it, regardless of whether or not I love them, uh, which I don't. They did. They love Jericho. They were crazy for Jericho winning, who is the dastardliest of heels, who literally won the match by kicking a man in the balls. And they 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 went crazy for it. So yeah, they're they they're the people that they love. They were super super into all night long. Uh, and this this rap was great. My, the one that I loved was I don't remember exactly what he rammed it rhymed it with, but you're in there looking like a two liter and a twenty ounce of Pepsi was perfect. Loved loved that line out of the rap. That was amazing. There uh, the match. I, I thought the match was great. There was. The one awkward spot at the end with the the dive outside, but I mean, like I loved this. Like you had Keith Lee doing the the, the Hurricane Rana and, mm -hmm. and that that sort of smirk on him. Yep. it was really great. Swerve is such a main event level performer. Like, good God, he just brings it all the time, and he brings up everybody around him, everybody that works with him, everybody that comes in contact with him. It's amazing. And, of course, the acclaimed are over before they even hit the ring. Billy Gunn is the most over he's been ever since. Well, not not ever. DX I mean, days. DX days. New Age Outlaws were very, very over. He was part of a faction over. that was over. He himself New Age, was not as over. New Age yes. Outlaws were incredibly yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. But they like, were listen, very over. You got 12,000 people, 15, 20,000 people going, oh, scissor me, daddy. The daddy sure. in that is Billy Gunn. I don't think they were ever singing for Billy Gunn. No, but they they were very willing to suck it for Billy Gunn at one point. That's, Alex. That is true. That is true. I forgot about that. Um, and <laughs> it's it's the most over he's been this millennium. For, that's, for sure. That's for sure. For sure. Or since he teamed with Bart, absolutely. I mean, Bart was just you know just mega over. That's not serious, but uh, this was white hot. This was what it needed to be mm -hmm. i think uh I, I still think that it probably would have been better if it happened before this yeah. and this I, this seems very much like it was a a response 
to that. But also, AEW just recruiting rappers everywhere. Fabulous. Yep. Yep. What the, the hell? This is incredible. Trina mm-hmm. later. Uh, what did you yep. think of the acclaimed becoming uh, tag champs? Josh R wants to to hear a quick description. Uh, of how over they are in Daddy Magic's voice, which is not a bit we do on this show, but we're no. gonna for <laughs> because this. They, they paid money. Um, yes. Let me tell you, the acclaimed are so over the stratosphere. If you want to taste, you're gonna have to get your lips way up to the sky because that's how over the acclaimed are right now. Um, I I uh, I thought this was great. Um, yes, I agree with you. I think that that the time to call the audible. Let's let's be honest. Because I do think they called an audible with Keith Lee and Swerve losing the belts at this juncture. I think they had more planned for them. I think they probably would have made it to at least a full gear. But they audibled on their total title reign. Um, if we were going to audible out of it at any point, the time to do it was during the match when everything was white hot at the pay-per-view. Because now it feels like, a little bit anyway, that um, the crowd, the fans, can just demand a redo of a result that they don't like from in a, from a booking standpoint, like, no, 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 no. You, you put the wrong people over. We demand a rematch and you will put the right people over this time. Now, whether or not that was the plan from the beginning to a lot of people, it's going to feel that way. It's going to lead to a lot of entitlement among fans on the internet. Now, for whatever reason, I think it's great to the acclaimed champions. They're they're never going to be more over than they are right now. It would have been ridiculous to to have them lose this match, yeah. they couldn't do that. So you you had to put them over. You, you no. can't run it into too cool territory where they no. put the belts on them like seven, eight, nine months after they peaked. No, like no, 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 no. Wazim says, "Scissor me, dirt sheet, daddy." Wow. Hmm. Roy <laughs> says, "There's so much the one Billy Gunn slander." I mean, not right now. I mean. Rar Espada says, "I'm now super conflicted. I love the acclaimed and want them to get a decent run." But I also want all the tag gold on FTR. Well, let's also talk about that. FTR is feuding with the Gun Club, the Ass Boys. This, this is, I mean, I, I like the Gun Club. I do. Sure. But they have not been winning on TV. And, you know, hey, Dark is fine. That's cool. Right. I'm, I'm fine with it as a tool to, to gain wins and all that. But uh, I I feel like this is just something that I, I, I want to see FTR in, in a major tag title feud. And yeah. that's not me trying to, to crap on them. Okay, Gun Club beat the Varsity Blondes. That was a month ago. They beat Beardhausen. So that, that did happen. Those did happen. Good for them. They won a couple of, a cu- couple of TV matches. I shouldn't have understated that, but I just want something more for FTR. Considering yes. all that happened, they were absolutely right to be frustrated to not get the Young Bucks match again. Yeah. Um, the, the, here's the other thing about the acclaimed beating uh, Swerve and Lee. How long of a, ti- of a title win do you want the acclaimed to have? Because eventually FTR has got to get that title shot. And I thought it was perfect timing. Like, if you weren't going to do the acclaimed, like if the acclaimed thing where they were the most over tag team in the history of tag team wrestling at All Out didn't happen, and they just lost that match. It was a good match, and they lost. I think you probably build to Swerve and and, and Lee versus FTR at All Out, and then you could have FTR beat them. I think that's a, a 
great match. FTR wins. They get to have all the titles. That's fine. Now with a brand new team, which is really over, and also Babyface, which FTR is, do you really want to run that feud? Because the first time FTR faces the acclaimed, FTR's got to win. I'm sorry. I really like the acclaim. They're super ever over, but it's FTR who's the best to ever do it. Like you got, if you're going to book that match, FTR has got to be put over. So n- now you figure out what are we going to do in the meantime? And apparently what they're going to do in the meantime is feed the ass boys to FTR for a while. And then we'll move on to something else for FTR to do until it is their time. The problem is you can't explain to me why, like really in real terms, why it is not in fact FTR's time right now and in perpetuity forever and ever until they get that title shot. Like they should have had the title shot months ago and they haven't had it. I completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, we've got Sleep Monster saying, I felt Billy interfering wasn't needed. Happy for a claim, but All Out was the peak to do it. So still great, and I'm happy. Well, I'm happy too because I'm, I'm excited to see what this means for Swerve and right. Lee as well. Yes. Because I'm ready for Swerve to go all the way up. I am ready this is the, for it. This is the thing that that, that is it's very interesting to me as well because of what where, where it feels like everything is positioned. We're going to talk more about it at the end of the night, but it does feel to me like MJF is winning that title soon, the top title, and he ain't giving it up for a long time. So I agree. I think Swerve needs to be pushed to the moon, to the stratosphere, as far as you can go. But there's a giant roadblock in there because once FTR, sorry, FTR, MJF, is holding yeah. that title. He ain't given it up to anybody for a very long time. So that is going to be an interesting way of how do you book those two parallel things where they can't really coincide for a bit. Brian McClure says, sending my love to the Fightful Friends from here in Charleston, South Carolina. Kick ass, Sean and Alex. Well, thank you, Ryan. And Bridget says, Sean, you made my day twice today. Thank you. You're awesome. Well, thank you so much for the generous super chat, Bridget. I, I love hearing from you. Loved your question today on... Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? Which is our fill-in show for listening, you boy. Uh, but it's always great to hear from you, Bridget. And I hope you hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope you're enjoying our show right now. Brady says, the show gave me NXT TakeOver vibes. Five high-stakes matches. Very different vibes for each match. Excellent tag team wrestlings and a, excellent tag team wrestling and a massive debut. A lot of things did happen. It just I, I, I definitely knew Alex wasn't going to be thrilled with this show. Sure. I mean, <laughs> listen, and, and again... Like you and I have gone, have it's on record. Whenever we do shows where this kind of stuff happens, we both don't like it. The burying the ref in the first yeah, match, I don't never, like that at all. Never bury the match in the first ma- in the ma- ref in the first match. For God's sakes, don't bury the ref in three straight matches to start the night, where they don't see a low blow, they don't see uh, somebody on at ringside interfere and attack the legal man in a tag match, and they don't see uh, a foreign object being used on the outside. Like, just don't. Don't do that. That's I, I'm always going to have problems with that kind of booking. No matter if my faves win, I'm still going to have problems with that kind of booking. Yeah, don't like that at all. Um, just to me, I think it undermines a lot of, of what the referee is going to do right throughout the night or not do throughout the night, quite frankly. Justice says, any chance of a new ROH TV deal or streaming yet deal yet that Jericho can help with? Sorry if someone asked already. I, was, I mean, someone, people have mentioned it. I mean, that's something that we, we've discussed. I could see him helping out in that regard. I mean, bigger stars objectively help out with that. Mike McVaney says, to make it work, should FTR lose to someone? If they're going to challenge for the titles at some point, they, they need to. 
Otherwise, what excuse do you have here? Sawyer right. says, I can never decide if AEW acknowledging the rankings booking makes uh, makes a booking mess on TV makes things better or for worse. Well, I mean, they ignore it from for FTR. Like, how the hell can you justify not putting these guys in a world title match at this point? It, does, no, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Right. Wheeler Yuta comes out. He's interrupted by MJF. Yuta brings up uh, MJF's fiance. It doesn't really hit very well. No, I, that, I, that part didn't hit. Um, it didn't hit for me because to me, it seemed like he was trying to match MJF, but right. MJF would have said something far more vile than that. Like, like I, I don't know. I think there was maybe a better approach. I thought MJF stuff is he's embracing the fact that the crowd is sure cheering him and he's just abusing them yes and that's probably what he should do like don't insult our intelligence at least not initially no wait a second acknowledge the fact that this is happening then insult our intelligence and that's what mjf did here yep where i thought the heat really picked up was where mjf pushed tony shivani because i thought that did a lot more for wheeler yuda than the promo did because then when Wheeler Yuta tackled MJF, mm-hmm. the crowd loved it because ain't yep. nobody messing with Tony. No. What'd you um, I, I thought this was great. And this is honestly, this segment made me rethink my prediction of the main event of the show. Yeah. Because I because I thought for sure they were going to do it. Mox was going to win because of, of they had MJF cutting promos over and over again on 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 Moxley, which means if Moxley wins, MJF is going to cash in his chip sooner rather than later, so Moxley can get the hell out and go do his vacation early. Yeah, um, as if. But if <laughs> Danielson wins tonight, they'll probably put that off until full gear, and that's the biggest pay per view match you could do is Danielson versus versus MJF. So. What this I thought the segment was doing was starting a Wheeler Yuta versus MJF little mini feud to last us until we until we got this thing. Um, and I really love that like you get Morrissey there to choke out uh, Wheeler Yuta. Um, now now I like the idea of Blackpool Combat Club like fighting on all fronts against people who don't even like each other. Like MJF's buddies don't like Yas. But but both those guys hate BCC, so now yes. now we get fun things to do here. I thought this was was, was good. You got to get MJF on the show. Make sure everybody realized, hey, I can do whatever I want. I got my chip. Um, and you establish that Morrissey is there to do whatever he wants at the behest of MJF. I thought this was all great. And I'm really looking forward to a Wheeler Yuta versus MJF match because I think that'll be really good and show off how, how great MJF is as a worker. Um, because Wheeler Yuta can really go, and MJF's going to try and match that. It's going to be excellent. I'm still waiting to see how you know, some of the some of the stuff with the firm plays out. But as of right now, it could have just been Morrissey that did all this, and I would have been like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Because yeah. I mean, he looks imposing enough. I believe yeah. he could take out uh, five or six very weathered people in a ladder match and set things sure. up for for MJF, but. Uh, we'll we'll see how that unfolds, but like right now, I'm I'm digging where this is going. Uh, Graham says a wild Tedge appears. Shout out to Joel mm-hmm. Pearl. Wag says thank God MJF is back. End of super chat. Hey, uh, as Will Washington has noted on Grapsity, Warner Brothers is very happy too. 
We'll have more on yeah. that this week on FightfulSelect.com. Alex Lawrence says, Black Blackpool Cuckold Club. That got a good pop. That got a really good pop. Yep. Avery Dunn, All Out 2023, Punk MJF, Austin Brett, Double Turn. MJF is the guy right now. Well, I think that is absolutely something that's possible if Punk ever comes back. I think they could pull that off, and I think Punk is... Man, for all these years, I've said that they need somebody who can, uh, pardon my language, out motherfucker MJF. Mm-hmm. It's CM Punk. It's the biggest baby face that AEW has ever had. He's the one, and we've seen it. Yeah, it, it, it will remain to be seen, the split in different places of, of who is on Punk's side after everything that we've heard about stuff and who isn't. You know, like what, what's what's the this what's the uh, the ratio of booze to cheers? If if he ever comes back, what is what kind what kind of response does he get? Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, Sabbath rules saying, can you clarify the poker chip cash in? Is it like money in the bank, or does that <laughs> need to be a scheduled match? No, I can't clarify it because they're keeping it intentionally vague. They uh, Tony Khan is saying yeah, wisely, mind you. I'll. He's like, I'll sanction it whenever he wants. That's it. Yep. Wag says Morrissey being MJF's dude could set up an awesome Wardlow Morrissey thing. Am I nuts? Well, I mean, we saw that match. <laughs> Wardlow Pretty beat him. Thought. Yeah, no. We he beat him. Um, so I I actually wouldn't mind if like that's how MJF even starts to plant the seeds in Morrissey, where Morrissey's like, I've got this, and MJF's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa buddy, you couldn't handle that on your own last time. Let's yep. get the firm to help. Yeah. Uh, Craze guy says, where's JR suspended after the Sheeta thing? Uh, no, he bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> um, Wag says on the plus side, Alex, there's actually, I have no idea where Jim Ross is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll ask. Uh, Wag says on the plus side, Alex, there are a million titles. So Swerve can go for one of those. Yeah. That is, I true. guess that is possible. Yeah. That is true. Uh, and you know what I can go for a good night's sleep. Oh my God. Thanks to helixsleep.com slash fightful Alex. Oh mm-hmm. man. During the pandemic, I wanted a new mattress. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wasn't sleeping good. I had a terrible oh. slab of memory foam. I went to helixsleep.com now slash fightful. And I took their quick quiz. I got matched to the Dusk Lux model. I'm in between soft and firm. Mm-hmm. I was a back sleeper and I wanted to get a more versatile night's sleep. And that's what happened with helixsleep.com slash fightful. Now I can uh, sleep on my side as well. I get a better, more full night's sleep. And uh, they've got mattresses for everybody. they got plus-size mattresses, ones that cool you down if you sleep hot, ones that are good for spinal alignment. And you can try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it, they'll even come pick it up for you. But you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to get the best sleep ever when you invest in your sleep with helixsleep.com slash Fightful. You can also get up to $200 off mattresses and two free pillows when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. It's the top overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired, and Fightful Magazine. How about that? You want this stuff, my friends. You you don't want to go to the mattress store and roll around on something that somebody else has been on. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Get the best night's sleep you've ever had with helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Invest in your sleep. I'm telling you guys, it makes a big difference. Um, I, I get a better quality of sleep. I feel better when I wake up in the morning on nights that I I'm not able, I'm not going to be able to get a lot of sleep. 
I sleep through the night a lot better, uh, especially my lower back. Like, man, the way that it's helped it recover has has been a godsend. So helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They got flexible uh, payment plans and financing as well if you want to go that route. Ah. We have more Super Chats, more Humper Chats. Mike Preventure says, please, nobody look up Rampage spoilers. Wow, okay. Now I have to. I'm not going to give them away here. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna give them away here. Uh, let's see. Let, let me let me dig them. Oh no! Let me. Uh... Oh shit! <laughs> oh. Sweet. Well, what fantastic timing! <laughs> That's all I'll say. Wow. Amazing timing. Oh, really? Wow. 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 Okay, cool. Okay. Johnny Johnny Hirschman says, I think the acclaim versus FTR will be revolution. Give them one pay-per-view. I want to see Swerve versus Darby main event. Keith Lee, finish what they started. Keith and meat feuds with Wardlow, Hobbs, Joe. Yeah, I think they should probably put Keith after the Swerve feud in the yeah. Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitches div- yes. division. By the yes. way, guys. Please keep spoilers out yes. of our chat. No, out, out of out, our out chat. Of, We're not going to put chat. them on here out either. Chat. Uh, this Friday is a big show. If yeah. something crazy happens on SmackDown, I am going to pop up on the post show uh, yes. at the start of it. But uh, yeah, I, I want to see Swerve versus all these people too. I think Swerve is going to elevate to the main event. Yeah, no, at, he should. He should by, by, by all means, absolutely. Uh, we've got... Matthew S. saying, weird to have a babyface team cheat to win. Commentary says nothing about it, right? I mean, they probably should have. And I, I like it because, because they have a legitimate reason to be pissed off. And Swerve isn't going to be unjustified in him being pissed off, which uh, I really I really like for him and his character development. Mike Preventure, too, says... Cardi B tweeted the Trina moment. Seems big. Diamante, who hasn't been on TV in three years, got Trina. For those of you who don't know, Trina is a rapper. Um, mm-hmm. Man, very successful rapper. But they they are hitting the hip-hop demographic incredibly well. Like, they're going out and getting everybody they can. I like this. Why not? It makes, it makes a match seem a little bit bigger. To that, sure. I say, why not? Absolutely. We got Darby in a body bag vignette. Shot Kid says, as a New Yorker, I can say Darby riding the subway with a body bag would still not make him the strangest person on the subway. Yep. Uh, Thanks to Juicer for becoming a member on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We have Pac defeating Orange Cassidy. Connor says, it's my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Connor. Says, what a treat with this show. Love the acclaim winning, but unfortunately, my favorite OC lost. Any word on Randy Orton? Uh, Randy Orton's sideline, he's going to be out for quite a while. He's going to be testifying in a case uh, about his tattoos next week. Mm -hmm. The artist of his tattoos is suing 2K. Uh, But OC lost, and OC losing the big one should probably become a story at this point, Alex. He has not won in any of his eight title matches in AEW. Trios, uh, All-Atlantic, World Title, TNT Title. 
even an IWGP title match, uh, one of the IWGP titles, he hasn't won the big one. To me, this did not live up to the pay-per-view match that I saw with them. I think this could have added an awful lot to Rampage, and we could have been far less rushed for that main event. Uh, I yes. love I love Orange Cassidy. I love Pac. This could have been on Rampage, and this would have given a lot more breathing room to a main event that I think probably could have used some more of it. Yeah, I also thought that this was they never do DQs in um, in AEW. Yeah, uh, and if you're gonna do a bunch of things where the refs miss somebody cheating, maybe this time cheat and have the refs see it and call yeah. it off, and then you could do in Toronto, Pac, Orange Cassidy, Ethan Page for the All Atlantic Championship, and they could have Ethan Page. Pin Cassidy, if you want to put Ethan Page over, or you could have him pin Moxley. You could have Orange Cassidy somehow pin Page. You could do anything there, but that would be a really interesting uh, triple threat that you could get out of this thing, that thing that they never do. But that here's the deal. Um, Pac, the story is, Pac couldn't put away Orange Cassidy, so he had to cheat to do it. And because the ref didn't see it, even though Remsburg clearly knew he had done something, he couldn't actually disqualify him because he didn't see it well then have him see it have him disqualify it and then you actually build a, a match out of it in a, in a different way have that's a, a slightly different story than the two title matches that preceded it plus it gets us an amazing match for toronto that i think everybody we wanted to see i'll be there in toronto i'll be there work myself into a shoot there any excuse to go to toronto i pick so i'll be at dynamite and rampage wednesday thursday and then three days later, I'll be there in Cincinnati on Tuesday. So for a couple of weeks, I won't be on the Dynamite post show. I'll be sending in some some good news bits to read on the air, though, that I think you guys are going to like an awful lot. Might do like a little call in or something like that. Sabbath Rule subscribe to Fightful on Twitch. Big thank you very much. But um, we got the women's title match. Uh, actually, before that, Sawyer says, come on, Tony, put a belt on OC and get that Jansport sponsorship. I would love that. Why was Athena in this match? What did Athena do to get put in this match, Alex? Um, okay. She beat uh, Emi Sakura on Dark, I think. Right. Well, I mean... But she lost in the tag match last right. week. Didn't get pinned, but... like No, no. And well, Tony Storm got pinned for some reason. But the, I think the reason is these are the four women who were in that tag match, and the whole thing ended in a big brawl. And they were like, "Why don't you all just fight for the title?" It did. It did feel like it was some kind of drunk booking there to me too. I agree. Yeah, um, it's uncharacteristic of AEW to do stuff it, like that. It like usually you need it to make sense. Like, yeah, it 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 did. Um, it, it did feel like that. Um, I, I think but, the match was better for it. I want to make that clear. I think no, having Athena in that match. Is absolutely good. 100%. I just want it to make sense too. Yeah, no, I, I, she, she was great. Like I, that's the thing. She was to me like that that spot where she was you know, uh, last week on on SmackDown when uh, uh, Top Dalla was marching around the ring carrying yeah. multiple people on his back. <laughs> like Athena says, bet. I'll do it. I won't do it with three, but I'll do it with two. And I'm much smaller than top dollar. She's so, such an incredible seller too. Oh my so, God, so man. And I, I, I honestly, I, I thought this, this was, uh, had potentially be something really, really great and, and, and special. Um, 
and uh, Tony retained, which is fine. But um, I, I'm kind of at this point, just do the Jamie Hader Britt Baker split, please. Like you, you teased it, and not happening, buddy. Sorry, not, they're staying it, together. Uh, like, by the way, but, yeah. I, I said that I thought. Britt Baker had really good forearm strikes, and I do. I think they're great. I think they, they have intent. I think they look good. You would have thought that I, I tweeted like Vince McMahon was my hero or something like that. It was people really have a problem with any like tepid, mild compliment, especially towards a women's wrestler. I've learned like, come the hell on, guys. Um, right. I thought that they did. I love the, the pinning sequences towards the end. I love the the power bomb into the the code breaker by Athena, just incredible stuff there. Serena is just so good in the ring, she's just so, so goddamn is. good yeah, in this ring. Is. Um, I I love watching her work. It at a point where we didn't think we'd ever see her wrestle again. I don't know if yeah. she thought that she was gonna wrestle again at one point, and uh, fortunately we get to see it. We've got Jacob saying first time ever, just super chatting. The women's match was the best of the night. And the debut was amazing too. Justice says, any other women you all would like to see signed? Um, I'll tell you guys uh, right quick. I'll go to uh, I'll go to the free agent page on Fightful.com and tell you guys who I'd like to see signed just right out of the gate. Uh, Veda Scott for commentary. I'd like to see Trisha Dora. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you start a tag division and you get to Neil, that would be very good. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Knox would be a great addition. Absolutely. I would love to see Mickey James do some stuff as well. Yeah. As I look at that, um, I'd like to see Chelsea Green and Deanna do some stuff, especially if they're going to do a tag division. Uh, if Chelsea can work in Impact without a contract, Deanna can get a new deal without signing with Impact and then work right. elsewhere yeah. as well. Uh, I'd like to see Allison Kay do some more stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Adam Hebb says, so is Jamie turning on Brit just canned because Paige is here? Listen, the whole thing with this Brit and Jamie thing, like everyone like a, a month and a half ago was ready for it. Yeah. People are still ready for it. When when she ran down and hit Tony anyway during the tag match, we were like, oh, I okay. Well, maybe they'll do it at Grand Slam. And they did the exact same spot, and it, they're just not going to do it, even though everybody wants it, even though it's past time for them to do it, even though they've teased it. There doesn't really seem a reason to not do it. Um, the reason that you that you do do it is because it gives you a ready-made um, top-of-the-mid-card feud for the women's division because there's no title involved. It's just a grudge feud between Jamie Hayter and Britt, and it establishes Jamie as a new fan-favorite babyface they can get behind. And Tony doesn't have time to do a non-title women's program on his shows because he doesn't do those. So that's why we're not doing it right now because there's just no time for that in Tony's eyes. It's what it feels like to me. Yep. Uh, We've got... (laughs) Yeah, Adam, the rest of his super chat, he says, for also Alex's sake, I hope Jericho becomes a triple champion and wins the Pure and TV title. (laughs) Oh, Wag says Willow, please. Yeah, obviously, I just assume she's under a deal. Me too. Manuel says, AEW tossing the Brit versus Jamie feud is bad. Serena Deeb is wrestling art and needs a real story. Yeah. At least the Soraya to be was awesome and she looked happy. And Pedriac says, seems like they're trying to call Jamie on purpose. I wouldn't. I'd get as many people white hot as Me possible. Too. Me too. I don't know why. 
I'll tell you what's white hot. What's what? What is white hot? Damn it! Fightfulselect.com. Let me take a good drink of water. Hold on. Please do that. Today, we had an AEW uh, Grand Slam preview show with Rob Wilkins. I hopped on it. I had reported this afternoon AEW had reached out to the former page about coming in. I hadn't heard that a deal was done. Um, I was pretty confident that a deal was done. However, I can't run pages signed by AEW based on pretty confident a deal was done. I want to make it very clear. I did not know she was debuting tonight. I thought, well, you know what? I think I should probably run this today in case she does. Mm-hmm. Because what good is that story tomorrow? There you go. Um, Dotrain says, Paige is all elite. And Jose Flores sent a monster super chat. Big thank you. He says, the women's four-way showed off the best of the division. Athleticism of Athena, charisma of DMD, technical prowess of Deeb, the strong style of Tony. You add in the, the star power of Soraya. Good God. Not to mention the other ladies. LFG. It's about developing stories, though, and maximizing those tools. And Britt really did stand out in a lot of ways in this match, too. First off, her willingness to adapt. Got her nose busted again. Mm-hmm. And what she do? She made the most of it. Found the camera, did yep. some gross shit to Tony, continued going because she knew how important this was, mm-hmm. especially for a division that she has put her heart and soul into. What do you think about the, the tools mentioned by Jose? Athleticism, Athena, charisma of DMD, technical prowess of Deeb, strong style of Tony, star power of Paige. And these are they're, they're, we're we're forgetting a half dozen other awesome female uh, wrestlers yeah, they sure. have under under contract. That's the whole thing is they have this amazing women's division. They really do. They've got a dozen great girls already, and then they bring in Zaria. Zaria. So um, to me, it, there it, it there is zero excuse anymore not to have multiple matches for the women on dynamite and multiple feuds going on any one time you have the AEW women's championship they're gonna have you have two of those actually got the interim who's tony and whenever thunder rosa comes back there's an immediate story there you have Britt versus jamie there's no excuse not to do it then you have jade and whoever she's feuding with and you have all these women around who you can plug in wherever you want there should be a top non-title and then two title feuds at any time in in women's division in AEW, you have all the talent there to do it. It would that that go across the spectrum of all their different skills and talents. The problem is they just don't seem to do it, which is why Sean, I'm probably more down on this debut than a lot of people because every time I get really excited about a debuting female, even though they don't have that same kind of star power that Soraya does. Yeah, I, I always end up getting disappointed because they they're never they, they're booked strong for two months and then they drop off the card. So I don't Unders- know. I, and that's understandable. That is because that has been the pattern. We've got a ton of super chats about Paige Soraya. Deuce says love this for her. Please do more with the division. Two women's matches on Dynamite per week would be a great start, even if it's not per week, just some weeks even. Occasionally, let's start with some weeks. <laughs> Wag says, if you were Tony and realized you have an issue with your women's division, who would you bring in and let run that division for you? Well, he's going to book. He has made that abundantly clear to me and others. He's going to be the booker. Um, I mean, you you got Bobby Cruz on the staff. You've got Maria around as well. Just maybe to, to throw some stuff in. Like Maria has, has expressed her willingness to come help do some stuff. He's going to book. He's always going to book. Hate to tell you guys that's what's going to happen unless he has a big change of heart. 
Evangelina says, I'm a Mark who got into wrestling because of fighting with my family. I was uh, screaming and crying when Soraya came out. I mean, I love that. I love that you found it through that. By the way, one of WWE's most successful movies that they ever did. A legitimate box office success was that movie. Uh, But I, I love that. I know a lot of people who got into it from Total Divas as well. Meet Normus here. Any idea of when her first match uh, will be? I love the addition, but I'd really like Maria booking the division. Well, I I guess we'll have to wait and see. I I would be shocked if they brought her in to not wrestle at all. Me too. Um, It's been over five years. That's. I I was trying to figure out where the last time we really saw her wrestle in any real capacity. Because 2017. But she came back from a long... A oh, long yes. break before that, Let, and she was only wrestling for a couple of months, and then she was so, out. Oh, oh, no, no, not a couple of months. Wow. Three weeks. Man. So she was sidelined from June 2016 to December 2017. Wow. She came back. Her first match after 16 months out was a 16-minute Raw match at the Staples Center with Sasha Banks. That's tough to get thrown into. Because yeah. you're going to be eating knees and all kinds of stuff there. Then... They had her work uh, seven times over the three weeks mm-hmm. that happened there. She was doing live events and all that stuff, but they were you know, trying to protect her in six-woman six tags and all that. So I think it's got to be almost like a sting thing because we're dealing with very similar injuries there. Yeah. So hopefully um, hopefully that it's, it's all above board. Mike says, Paige and Ruby back together would be cool to see. It'd be a nice reference from the it past as well. Would be. Chi-Town Spurs says, I'd rather see that potential AEW women's show before an ROH show, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you could just put more women on an AEW show in general. Yeah, you could. Mike wants to see her against Emi Sakura. I don't know if that'll be one of the... You know what? Actually, if she wants that match, I'm sure she'll get it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, she would get it. Thomas says, glad she's back. Also, scared she may get hurt again. You and me too, brother. But you know what? Uh... I've had a very similar injury to that. And uh, I can tell you, man, when you want to, when you want to do it, it, it never leaves you. Mm-hmm. And we saw her try to come back. We saw how, how important it was to her. And she's so young. She had so much left. So yeah. I think if they play it smart, it's okay. Despair asked for a timeline on the Layla Hirsch return. I don't think we're looking at this year. No. Bebop says that pop for her got me in the feels. What a moment for women's wrestling. Happy for the acclaim. That was cool. Brian is the greatest. Love watching him do the wrestling. Happy Wednesday. Well, thank you so much, Bebop. But the pop was great. It's the kind of reaction you want for, yes. for her to get immediately upon returning or popping up, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. That that was that was you you, you could have asked for anything more because it again, it is one of those things of that there are there are a lot of people that um that that have found wrestling and become really big wrestling fans just since 2019 because like or whatever like uh, the last five years there are a lot of people who were in my chat um when i was talking about the main event was i love live reacting to the main event who had never seen Paige wrestle but have been fans of wrestling for years so it's kind of amazing that a woman who's been away from wrestling like like for that long gets a unanimous, like, Oh my God, she's here moment. Considering there are so many people who've never actually seen her wrestle. 
We've got Distri saying, happy to see her get another shot at her dream. Hopefully she can wrestle and her neck is good enough to not fear getting paralyzed or worse. It is like... So I don't know the extent of her neck injury. I just know yeah, when I have, I've still got one. It you really with with that, it never leaves you. In cases like Tommaso Ciampa, he said he's able to do it comfortably and doesn't feel that pain. Edge is also the same way, but he's not working a full time schedule. So like it never really leaves you. Then you got machines like Kurt Angle, who should have never been on a full time schedule after what he went through. But you always, it, it's going to be a risk that, that's always there. No matter what, that risk is always there. I just mm-hmm. hope that she can do it as safely as possible. Dream Ninja says, sorry, Swerve, this is Soraya's house. Uh, Wag says, I know Tony wouldn't do it, but who would you pick to run a woman's division? Is there someone out there you think would be great who is untapped? Um, the uh, Kathy Carino, Allison Danger. Um, um, my God, Dave Prezak would be really, really good. Uh, I would put them in, in there with Maria and Bobby Cruz and see how it works. Andrew says, I wasn't watching wrestling when Soraya was peaking in WDB. Cautiously optimistic to see her in AEW. Cautious because the booking hasn't been great. Man, I, well, we're hitting a new generation where they're like, I wasn't watching. Now it was like, what, eight years ago? My mm-hmm. God, eight years ago when she debuted? Yeah. I love that. I love that we're getting an even younger generation. I mean, Paige is 30. She just turned 30. So there's there's like a generation of people that are like, weren't around to see her. It's wild, man. Yeah. Completely wild. Brandon says, do you think MJF will ever go full baby face? Yeah, I think somehow he will at some point. Dream Ninja says, the pop was amazing. Britt just gets it. With how she reacted to the bloody nose, it's so frustrating that AEW has all this female talent and hasn't proved they can use them well. It is very frustrating. That's the thing. It's the same frustration that I had like in the middle of the last like 10 years of WWE Creative when they would do something one night that was legitimately amazing. I'm like, why can't you do it all the time? You've got the talent. You've got the ability. Yep. Justice wants to know how he'd feel about Willow beating Jade. If they put Willow on TV and developed a great story out of it, I'd feel awesome about it. I think she is one of the most likable wrestlers in the world. Absolutely. Sawyer's okay with them dragging out the Jamie Britt split. Been so clunky in execution. But the weekly mini swerve interruptions. Yeah. yeah, at this point, you can't go right back to it. You can't go right back to it after this. Just, yeah. Jordan yep. says, I now need Soraya and Nyla in a promo. That would be good. That'd be good, but let Nyla write the promo for her. Yeah. Johnny says, I feel like these two women's teams are building up to something. Maybe blood and guts. Tony, Athena, Soraya, Rosa, Chris, Sheeta, Britt, Hater, Deeb, Jade, someone. Uh, man, if Britt is the mascot for women's blood and guts right now. Absolutely. She, you know, she can say that nobody has bled for that company mm-hmm. more than her. That's and true. it's true. She that she's a true. heel with a qualm and it's rooted in truth. So I think that's a good idea. I think they should do that. I think it should yeah. be reserved for the women next. And shot kid wraps us up on this talk and says, agree. TK needs to do better by the women, especially given his roster now with Soraya. But I feel the double talk about women's wrestling in general is a lot of so-called fans uh, is if not more harmful and sickens me and needs the change. I mean, I just complimented 
a move that Britt Baker does. And the vibe that I got and the way that people were willing to trash that versus what I would, what they would get if I mentioned that about a a male wrestler were nowhere near comparable. No. Tim says any word on Adam Cole, he seems to be teasing his return. There were people all out weekend who were indicating to me like they thought he was going to be back soon, but I never got that verified, so I couldn't run it. Hmm. Zach Schimmel wants me to take the Fightful Championship so he can talk more shit to Joel than he already does. Uh, We've got some footage of my hunt for that title coming up very soon. I'm going to travel the world and hunt for the Fightful Championship that Joel Pearl never defends. But listen, while I'm doing it, Alex, I'm not going to miss all my favorite shows because I can change my virtual location with just one click with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You get a four additional months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee, works on all my devices when I'm traveling. My laptop, my desktop, router, uh, my phone, tablet, all that good stuff. And it's got three different tiers. If you want a a VPN, a pass, or a locker, or all three, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. Online threat protection. No more annoying pop-up ads. No more malware. Block online trackers as well. Maybe you want to watch, I don't know, WWE Network, AEW Plus. Maybe you want UFC pay-per-views at a much more affordable price. Maybe you want a different catalog on Netflix and the like. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows that to happen. You browse safely and securely, especially when you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi traveling around the country. Airports, hotels, you know the drill. And NordVPN.com slash Fightful has got your back. I love it when I hear you guys tweet me and tell me that you checked out NordVPN because of Fightful. I'm telling you guys, tweet me about it. Say you did it. I'll show you some love. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. George says, Generational Dynamite. Paul Michael Levesque, zero. Anthony Rafiq Kwan, eight. Very clever. Roy says, Don't understand this obsession with finding a magical booker for the women's division. There is no magic bullet. Give it time and do storytelling. There's no magic to it. Well, I mean, I mean, you can't throw you can't throw regular beans at the ground and expect them to grow. Like you got to fertilize it and plant them and water them and all that. And I don't know. It feels like they think they got magic beans in their hand. And they can just throw them at the ground and just poof. It doesn't work like that. You have to do that. And and that's the thing, Roy the current booker isn't giving that nearly as much time. So right. I think that's why people fantasy book the booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, like, listen, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like um, you give it time, but the problem is we've given it, we've given them a lot of time to figure out how to give it time. And it does feel like there are a lot of ready-made things they could do with real stories that then you, you plant those seeds on television you water those seeds on television and then they bloom into wonderful feuds and fantastic matches that we get to see on television multiple times a week as opposed to once. Lone Wolf says, I like the slow burn with Jamie Hayter and DMD similar to MJF and Wardlow. I think full gear winter and com- or is coming is when she turns on her. I don't even know if it's going to happen anytime soon now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think they kind of just nixed that. Josh says, who would have thought Jefferson Airplane would have this much impact on wrestling? That's funny. Mark says, I expected OC to turn heel tonight. He's been meaner lately. 
needs something new. And honestly, I think it'd be incredible making joke tactic and the aggravating heel shtick and adding in tricks with weapons. I, I mean, I think eventually, like he, he says, like an OC kick before a nut, sh- nut shot, maybe down the line, but they need best friends as a trio right now with the trios division. Yeah. Badly. They do. They really do. Jambeard says, sorry, Alex. I was the one who said Jericho would be a ROH champ and Sammy would be pure champ. I keep making bad things into reality. Well, Moxley and Brian Danielson is never a bad thing. We got that match. John Moxley wins. Matthew says, another day, another Danielson job. Chris says, I'm worried AEW title is a little too hot potato. So listen, <laughs> they couldn't help it. They couldn't help it. Punk got hurt once. He got hurt twice. They couldn't. They could have not done the last Mox title reign, but I'm glad they did because to me, he's becoming their 94, 95 Bret Hart, Alex. Right. He is their, he's going to be their guy. Like then it's like, whoa, Bret's held the title four times, five times. Nobody else says, has even approached that. I like that they're doing that with him. Ricardo says, I hope he gets a big fat Christmas bonus. He deserves it. While Black Macro Kid says, has anyone considered that Renee just plans bad vacations? <laughs> John Moxley beats Brian Danielson. Rear naked choke. How'd you feel about this? Jambeard says, wrong guy won tonight, even though he loved it. Brian Danielson losing another big one. It's got to be a story at this point. It's a story. And also, here's the deal. This is not the big bad authority holding Daniel Bryan back from winning the title. This is Bryan Danielson not giving a damn if he wins or loses as long as he has a great match. Because that's who Bryan Danielson is. And and I think uh, like the story that I that I pitched last week still stands. Moxley says, "I am AEW. I'm I'm the guy. I'm the guy who who will be here forever." People get injured, they go away. People come here, they want to leave, whatever. I'm the guy, I'm not going anywhere. I am the heart and soul of AEW. And you pit him against a guy who actively despises AEW and wants to win their title just so he can hold on to it for a year and take it over to the other place and drop it in a trash can. That's the best story you can do right now is the guy who is and the guy who isn't. It's perfect. So they they were building that thing with all the promos that both Mox and MJF did since MJF came back. They just actually went for it. Now you can say, I, I, I want Danielson to be champion one day, but this isn't the story they're doing right now. And, um, and honestly, if, even if Danielson won, I think people, the people who want Danielson to win also want him to be a champion for a while and whoever won this match tonight will not be champion on New Year's Day 2023. I just don't believe it. I think MJF's going to cash that in between now and the end of the year, uh, and he'll and he'll be champ. And so do you want Danielson to win and then immediately lose? Or do you want Danielson to win to be your guy who, because I've seen people like, I want him to be champion and then run roughshod over the company for a year. I'm like, well, that's... That's your own thing because you love Danielson. I love Danielson too, but that's not the story they're going to be telling with Danielson at this particular point. So if you want that to be the case, he couldn't win the championship right now. And there's there's a weird thing with what they're doing, and I I totally get it. Uh, but there's also like a lot of like really vicious anti-Mox sentiment 
in a corner of wrestling fandom that I just don't get. Because I think Mox is at the absolute top of his game and the best guy in all of wrestling right now. So it's weird because everybody's going to have their favorites. There's a lot of people who love Jericho and I don't. So there's the deal. People are going to love their, their their guys they love and hate the guys they hate. Whatever. You just hate more people than most. Corey says, this isn't the last of Mox Danielson. Absolutely not. And one of the stories going in was Danielson has avenged all of his losses. One of my favorite things, like Rampage Jackson was one of my favorite mm-hmm. fighters. I loved it. When he went from Pride to the UFC and not as many people knew who he was, I was like, he's going to knock out Chuck Liddell because he's done it already. But before he did that, he fought a guy named Marvin Eastman and they made a big story out of it. Marvin Eastman stood no chance against Rampage Jackson, but they made it seem like he did mm-hmm. because seven years before that in Rampage's third fight ever, Marvin Eastman beat him. So that yeah. was the story. He wanted to avenge his losses. And in AEW, you can use those losses so spar- sparsely, sparsely, however the hell you pronounce it, right. sparingly, that you can avenge those. And that could be something that he hunts down. Wag says, yep, Brian Danielson came here to have great matches and get other talent over. That's one of the many reasons he's awesome. Well, no, he didn't. In fact, he said he only wanted to get himself over, and he didn't want to put over younger people. He wanted to beat up all of them. But but the Which, thing is... Look, I, it's I, funny. I, Hold on. Because CM Punk said the opposite. <laughs> and you got Brian Danielson getting over everybody and CM yeah. Punk telling Hangman Page, allegedly... <laughs> That he never put him over. Right. What the hell? Here's the thing. Like, I remember doing a show. I don't know if it was this show or a different one. When those promos were cut by Punk and, and Brian. And I was like, you know, deep down inside of both of those guys, the opposite of what they said yes. is true. And it turned out to be that was the case. Apox Music says, energy was insane all around. Need that scissor emoji merch. Wonder if uh, Mox's W affects Mox versus Gage. Can't wait until AEW hits Toronto. It's going to be mad. Luis, our great moderator, says uh, GCW promoted the match between Mox and Gage for October 8th. Yeah, I mean, Mox is going to do what he wants. And if you're AEW, you don't have any room to tell him what he can and can't do right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You... You just uh, you just let it go. Yep. You, you, you let him do what he wants. If he wants to put somebody over, if he wants to put Gage over, you let him do that. He should be on vacation. Jambeard says, no matter who won tonight, one thing was going to be sure, that's BCC versus Firm is going to be gang wars. Indeed, it will be. Thank yeah. you to S. Spurser for the Twitch raid, by the way. Uh, we're getting in our last couple of Super Chats, Humper Chats, so get them in, guys, uh, while you can. But if you haven't had enough, how about this? Thursday, we got three shows for you. The Impact Post Show, we got the Spotlight in the morning. But if you want more AEW, Will Washington is here with Day After Dynamite every week. History says Danielson's story goes towards beating Jericho for the ROH belt with Garcia clapping on the ramp and joining BCC afterwards. Then Garcia wins it. I could see that. Jambeard says, am I wrong or is Punk, Brian, Jericho the only three guys to win the WWE world title or WWE, AEW, and ROH title or is there anyone else on the list? Um, Yeah. 
those three have held all three of those mm, at this point. And Jerick and you can you can also say all three have held the big gold belt as well. Uh, although Jericho was the only one to hold the WCW version of that. I wish they would have just continued that lineage as a result. I wish WWE would go back and just fix a whole bunch of the lineages yeah. uh, that way. Triple H, that's what I want you to do. Make the world heavyweight title the WCW title. Give me that lineage. Fix the tag title lineage. I need all that stuff. Guys, I want to thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we've got a Q&A show again this week. We had the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast this afternoon. FightfulSelect.com bring you more unique, exclusive stories than anywhere else. And not just that, about 30 shows a month as well. Loving it, guys. Loving it. FightfulSelect.com. Just $5 a month. Alex, you do a couple shows over there. Even though this week you will be putting Sour Graps on the main feed as uh, Kate will be out. Mm-hmm. If some white rabbit comes hopping down the bunny trail, I'm going to pop up on the, the post show at the start of it. So uh, tell the people what you do over at FightfulSelect.com. Uh, Five for Select, uh, I do the Sour Grab show reviewing uh, Raw and SmackDown. Um, but this week, as you said, I'll be on this year Fightful YouTube channel with Robert DeFelice, yes? Um, uh, talking about the two-hour rampage and, I mean, perhaps all hell breaking loose on SmackDown. We'll have to see. Um but yeah, there's there's some really interesting things going on there. Uh, also, uh, Tuesdays the post NXT show with with uh, with Kate, and um, on my own uh, YouTube channel I do uh, live reactions to the main event of Dynamite every week. Um, usually all of Rampage, but it won't be all of Rampage this week because I'm not doing it that long. Uh, and then the final hour of Raw every week as well. But I also do gaming streams over there. We're going to do a gaming stream tomorrow night, late night. Uh, doing further into The Last of Us Part Two, Nice. Uh, really enjoying it as much as you can enjoy a game that brutal and heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, buddy, I got that uh, Scott Pilgrim, the oh. completed edition on the PlayStation Plus Premium. I'm going to play the hell nice. out of that. Jambeard wraps this up and says, the big gold title is the one I was meaning alongside the WDB title, but Jericho has hold, held vers- both versions of the big gold. Jericho is becoming one of the most decorated champions oh, ever. Yep. Um, I mean, FTR and the Dudleys from a tag team perspective and the Hardys yeah. from a tag team perspective. But like, if you look at Kurt Angle, Edge and Jericho, especially and Sheamus within WWE, but Edge was able to hold a lot of the WCW stuff as well. But Kurt Angle, when he stepped over to TNA and won the IWGP third belt and all that stuff, like he won an awful lot. Plus, he's got an Olympic gold medal. That helps, too. But, guys, thank you all so much. Thanks to our moderator, Luis, and all of our other great moderators. Until next time, we're out.